Well, happy Halloween, everybody. Well, I guess it's not really Halloween yet, but it's the month in which all of Halloween takes effect, right? Can can I... Every day of October is Halloween. <laughs> Every day of October is Halloween. Uh, you know what? Here's what I have to say to that. <laughs> We're going to take two on that one. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> And you were worried we weren't going to have some funny intro. We're back and it's October already. I'm pretty excited. Halloween, man. It's coming up. Pretty excited. Don't you, don't you dare start me off on Halloween. <laughs> you know what October also is, though. Uh, I do, I do, but I feel like uh, I feel like I'm going to be ranting a lot. So why don't you share with the nice people what is October? Well, uh, October is the only recognition that we get <laughs> in our industry, but National Cybersecurity Awareness Month. We Pretty do, exciting. we do get a whole month though. Yeah, you, you, you long month. You can't, you can't argue with that. Yeah, and you get the full 31 days. Mm-hmm. And well, and 30. I mean, Halloween kind of overshadows that last one, but. <laughs> But maybe we can end it with with, uh, with with some candy. That's true. Yeah. Or surprises, uh, little gifts, presents, things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, I'm okay with all of this. And, of course, what Griffin is talking about is that October is the National Cybersecurity Awareness Month. And um, uh, we would be remiss if we didn't actually prepare. This is one of our sort of, I don't want to say favorite months because uh, the reality is is that it exists because of bad things and bad people. Mm-hmm. And and so um, it, it's not that it's our favorite, but it's an opportunity and a great excuse to talk about security, to talk about being better, and talk about protecting ourselves, protecting our business, all of that good stuff. Because let's, let's be real, this is the whole reason this podcast even exists is as a sort of a battle against the bad guys, I guess you could say. Yep. So keeping people up to date, at least on the uh, security side. Making sure your businesses are safe. Yeah. yeah. So the month of October is going to be a little bit different for all of us out there. And and if you're a little curious as to what we're doing at Lighthouse, this is actually, I think, uh, a very tired Griffin would agree, is going to be the hardest and heaviest that we've ever hit an NCSAM campaign is, uh, ever. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we've done it for I guess three years now, but I think the actual National Cybersecurity Month has been taking place for like seventeen years or something. So, and during that time, it's went from just some basic little things to an explosion, and it's really a become uh, a necessary movement in and of itself. So, I know you're sitting out there. Why is this important? Because security is not just for the big guys. No, it's probably even more important for the little guys. Yeah, yeah. This is important for all of us, but of course we're we're SMB focused as a podcast and as a company, and and it's it's so much more that we've seen and our 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 peers have seen in the industry that this is not just about going after big guys. They are going after the SMBs. There is no decision making. They're just going after whomever they can catch. And so it's scary to think that for every five SMBs that are listening to this podcast or just in general, one of them is going to fall successfully victim. Yeah. And that's as of like 2019. That's this, just, this a, gets worse and worse. Every uh, yeah. Year, so. Yeah. I guess that's a even better thing is to, uh, to, to iterate is 
the, the data and the reports that we have based on our, our industry findings, um, they're analyzed every year. And, and with COVID and having work from home, we believe these attacks are going to be even higher and even oh, yeah. and worse. So we'll, we'll find out, I guess, in, in January is usually when all of this happens. Um, but, yeah, so one in five of SMBs have actually fallen successfully victim to ransomware. <laughs> and then the cost of getting yourself back up from a, mm-hmm. uh, uh, a successful ransomware attempt is up 200% year over year. That means every year these guys are doubling. Not only just the cost of the ransom is, is up quite large. I think the ransom is up 37%. But the cost to remediate, because our networks are becoming so much more complicated and mm-hmm. so much more widespread. And so much more important. Your and, downtime in general and is more important. Be. And then, of course, if these guys are successful, there is a legal aspect to this. Because it you're, you may have to tell one of your clients that your data has been compromised. And that information about them and their habits and who they are mm-hmm. is out there. And so now you have to effectively lawyer up or yeah. pay additional fees because your cybersecurity policy, if you have one. Especially in the healthcare field when you have to do HIPAA compliances and stuff. It's, yeah. it's, just, it's just terrible. And so as we sit here and we learn about our industry peers, and, and this mimics very much what we're seeing, um, I, I, I am thankful to say that our experience is lower than the average of our peers by by a substantial amount, but I, I like think, think it comes from fear. Yeah, I like to think we take security pretty seriously. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's it's um, it's not that we haven't had successful uh, attacks. It's that we are aware of it and we are lucky that a lot of our clients are on board. So I do think our statistics are slightly skewed, but but that doesn't mean that the national average is anything to to be concerned about. Sixty one percent of all of our clients across the board, this is not just Lighthouse, but all of our, our peers, they have been struck by a virus. 29% of them have been successfully hit with crypto jacking, and 26 have been infected by remote access Trojans. Oh, wow. So that's just giving the keys to them. Yeah. And so these are very sobering thoughts. But I think the worst thought to have is, is you're thinking, well, those guys just didn't have antivirus. Those guys just didn't have the right technological safeguards in place. And the reality is, is that that is the one thing that most businesses are doing well is technological safeguards. So many of these people that we're talking about that are successfully compromised, they were doing something. And that seems to be where the disconnect is, is that if I have software installed, I'm good. Mm. But so, in reality, technology is not that. <laughs> technology should be the last line of defense. Ask any service provider, what's the most critical thing that you're concerned of? We'll say ransomware and and, comprom- and security compromise. 89% of us are saying that. Mm-hmm. Our clients, only 28% agree with us. Wow. And There's a big so, disconnect there. <laughs> because we think technology is enough. And that's why the the National Cybersecurity Awareness Month is really important because what we're going to talk about is so much more than all of those things. We're going to talk a, we're going to talk a little bit about the technological aspect because it's an important thing. It is the last line of defense. I mean, it's if if anything bad happens, hopefully the technology is going to catch it. I like the way you said that. It is the last line mm-hmm. of defense. Technology is not the defense. It's not the front line. 
It's not the only line. It's the last line. If it has to get to your antivirus, if it has to get to a managed threat system, if it has to get there, it's too late. We have to start with the people in the chairs. Mm -hmm. And so that's what this is all about, is, is about educating ourselves, educating our team members to recognize that security should be a forethought. We're all in this together. Wow, well said. So what are we, uh, what are we doing to help this? Well, to kick things off, of course, uh, you know, we are launching a massive campaign throughout the month of October, and uh, I encourage everybody, this is all about training, this is all about education, but we're hoping that we can do this not only in a fun way, but also in a way that helps everybody understand their current cybersecurity position. So my encouragement, we have a whole video that's been posted and published, as well as some resources for you. So I encourage you right now, well, it may Maybe if you're driving, don't do that. Uh, <laughs> if you're, if you're, you know, when you have the moment, sit down, get to your computer, go to lighthouse.sol.com slash cyber smart. When you go there, you're going to see everything we're doing and we're, we've laid out our whole plan for this month, but we're going to talk about what's important from a security standpoint for your technology the last line of defense. We're going to talk a little bit about developing a contingency plan. We're going to talk about um, being prepared um, and what that means. And we're going to talk about the most important thing, which is training, continually, continually educating and improving yourself Mm -hmm. because that's what this is all about. This is where we see the largest disconnect in companies is that if you don't educate yourself, it's very easy to be on the flip side of it. It's a lot easier for a human to, to recognize a phishing attempt than a computer. Right, right. And so you you can know there's ways for us to, to do all of that. So I'm excited about where, where we're heading with everything. So if you're interested, join along. What's going to happen is go to the website. That's lighthousesol.com slash cybersmart. When you go there, you're going to have the quick explainer video that's telling you everything that we're, we're we're on the inside, you and I. Um, <laughs> you're getting the inside scoop. You're, you're so. getting the inside scoop yeah. right here on the podcast. But check it out because it'll go in a little bit more detail. But the step two of everything is that you're going to have the Cyber Smart Assessment that we've published. And this will walk you through every week to help you be aware of everything that you've seen and apply the things that you've learned during the course of those weeks. Everything is going to be interconnected. And we're going to share news articles. We're going to share blog posts. We're going to share some some videos. And even our podcast here today is all going to revolve around that type of content. It's going to be exciting. But once you're done, you'll be able to submit your completed uh, SMART assessment to us. We'll review it. We can schedule some time to help you assign it. But really, just as a thank you for completing this process and taking it seriously, we have a special gift for your business. And so um, you send it to us, we'll, we'll toss over. We've got our MyGlue platform, which is uh, a password management system. We're gonna give that to you and your organization for free. All you have to do is submit your self-assessment and let us take a look at it and help you understand what that data is. So you're really getting a lot. You're gonna understand what's going on in your business and how you can keep yourself secure. We're going to help you get that all, but you're going to get that that cybersecurity uh, password management product, which is, we'll talk a little bit about how important that is. And then you're also going to get access to 
one of the elements of our Navigate Defense platform, which is a, a service called Defendify. And Defendify has sort of some basic sort of health checkup systems to help you better understand where you are and what you need. And so those two things, they're coming at you for free uh, it, just by completing this the SMART assessment, which I argue you should be doing anyways, regardless of what it is. Yeah, you can download the assessment. Um, you can kind of do it as a self-assessment if you'd like. Um, we're, we're, you know, kind of trying to get you to do a guided one. We're going to help you do it together if you'd like. But after that, you can upload it. And like Matt said, yeah, absolutely. We'll go through together and kind of identify your wins or losses in, in terms of your, what your network's doing or what your people are doing. So, Absolutely. This is about being better together. Yep. Uh, so if you, if you notice some changes along the ways of how we handle the podcast, it's really because we're celebrating security. We're, we're encouraging security. And, and this, is, this is a serious topic compared to what we normally tackle. But um, how, how often do we, in the cyber news or the security news section of this podcast, do we celebrate when somebody doesn't pay a ransom? Yeah, pretty often. I mean, that it's, it's sadly a little bit more rare. <laughs> and that's exactly it. Yeah. What if all of us, we, we've said this before, what if none of us paid another ransom? What would happen? What They'd, if none of us ever had to? What if we were prepared? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. So, uh, yeah, that's, so that's uh, sort of the, the meat and potatoes of today's conversation is starting off with the last line of defense, which yeah. is technology is technology yeah so i really like the phrase uh your network is only as strong as its weakest link and i always felt that that was more technology focused but i guess that technically could be you know an employee who's clicked a phishing attempt and stuff like that but what do you think is actually a part of that technology suite are we talking like is that just antivirus is that a firewall like what are we really looking at well, yeah, let's let's talk a little bit about what your your technology stack should look like. Um, first and foremost, the most obvious one that's going to come to everybody's mind is antivirus. Antivirus is sort of the signature-based system that is used to detect files and uh, processes that are running. But I um, there is a lot of ways um, to thwart antivirus. Antivirus is effectively file-based. And so the biggest thing that we're seeing to circumvent antiviruses is the concept of zero file viruses. And, and what that means is, is that they are obfuscated code snippets that convinced, you know, proper applications on your computer to run them and they will interpret properly. So the antivirus really has a hard time because the file looks mm -hmm. uh, inert. And the process that actually started it looks inert. And it's really fascinating to watch because it'll go through and it'll construct and it will build its code on the fly and maybe store some information in registry, pull that through obfuscation. It will, you know, rename itself and then it will on the fly, like, let's say, replace, you know, X's with B's or vice versa. And, and so it really makes it so that it's randomized. Well, wow. makes the antivirus think it's pretty legit. It's a you know, it's running it's under a legitimate threat. But of course, you should carry it. And and one of the big things that we're seeing that antivirus suppliers and and vendors are um, doing to combat this is looking at the behavior of applications. It's very cool. Um, it's not foolproof because we're not using signatures, so sometimes it can block important things. But making sure that you have an antivirus that uses 
this idea of a next generation behavioral zero day scanning is going to be really important for helping protect your system. Again, it is not the front line, it's the last line, but it could be an important detection component. Uh, and we talk a little bit about how those things get cleaned up. What happens when those do get cleaned up? Um, you'd be surprised to know that most antiviruses, they only resolve the immediate threat. Whatever triggered them to respond, that's what gets cleaned up. But what can happen is, is we talked about in those like those zero code, the no code, no file, I guess it's not no code, but the, the no file, the fileless viruses, mm -hmm. they store some components in, you know, the registry or they'll store things in spare files, like in white space areas, what we call white space. They do this, those things will still be there. And those are what are called footholds in our industry because while they can't run anymore because the immediate threat that combined everything together has been taken away, they still exist that if something was smart and knew where to look, they could reconstruct that that mm. and, and address those footholds. And now those footholds exist and actually make it easier for a second attack to come through. I like how uh, Sophos every once in a while on their naked security blog, if they're talking about, oh, you know, how, how are you going to avoid this? Well, don't get it in the first place. That, that sounds very <laughs> obvious and kind of brute, but like for real, it's yeah. train your staff <laughs> to avoid something like this. Antivirus, the security software that we use really should be an insurance policy mm -hmm. of sorts. Yeah. It, it is, it is, we, we here at Lighthouse are very much the, it's your last line. So um, if it's your last line, make it your last line. Mm-hmm. Local, you know, technology, we talk about local administrative access. There's a reason why if you, if you work for a company and they make some guy call, call you up um, when you need administrative access, here's the problem. Um, we all get busy and we don't pay attention and we click yes to anything because we know that it just makes things work. <laughs> here's the problem. You click the wrong thing, you click yes, you now run something in the space in which it can bury itself and you've given it permissions. You could take down an entire company that way. Take down an entire yep. company based on an oversight. So if it sounds like we're doing all of this to make all of your lives miserable, man, we're really sorry about that. However, if y'all did your jobs in the first place and read those error messages and double-checked everything, uh, we wouldn't have to not give you administrative access. There's mm -hmm. kind of that that hilarity, but the, the reality as well is, is that we need to double-check everything. And so this is a great way to cause you to pause and make sure that everybody's on the right foot. Now, at Lighthouse, we have some solutions that sort of hybrid that, which is really great so that we can whitelist applications and allow some of our clients to provide administration on behalf of those users. It's very cool. It minimizes noise on the help desk side, but also still protects because if it's not an approved application by our organization or yours, um, it definitely makes sure that it goes no further than that, and it alerts us, and then we have to manually approve it. You know, another thing with the technology is that it is not like a car where a car really just operates and works. Software is constantly under scrutiny. You need to make sure it's patched. Mm -hmm. So, you know, making sure that your firmware and everything is all up to date, all of that good stuff. It's uh, yeah. it's really it's really important there. I like to think of uh, hardware as kind of like a, a rock. You know, it's not organic, but software is organic. It's always it's a living thing. It's, it's something that constantly changes and needs fixed. Mm -hmm. Well, and in, in we're actually at the spot where hardware and software have melded together that they are very much 
hardware relies heavily on adaptive software. Mm -hmm. So even something that seems innocuous, uh, I mean, heck, we're at a spot where my watch needs to get firmware updates for security, right? (laughs) We can talk a little bit about content filtering and edge security. You mentioned firewalls. Firewalls are, are, are important. I think it's a buzzword, too. I think everyone kind of hears about that, and they're like, oh, okay, that's the thing I need for my network to be safe. Yeah, and, and it is a great sort of universal line because if you don't have software installed, um, it's going to probably come in on your, your firewall uh, uh, through the Internet. But, of course, it could also come in through a USB key. Yeah. So spending all that money on the, a firewall is a good thing that can do these edge security pieces. But, again some user brings home a USB drive that they got from a convention that is actually cheap. Yeah. Yeah. Or found it on a parking lot. You, you, you can get yourself into trouble. And then one that I've always struggled with that is now becoming really important is content filtering. You know, in the early days of my career, I was very much a proponent. If you can't trust your employees to do the right thing and when they needed to, then you've probably got the wrong staff. Um, (laughs) But it is so easy to click on the wrong thing now. Oh, yeah. And so content filtering is no longer, to me, about distrust. It's, again, it's another protection because safety. if we are in a hurry, we're asking more of our, our coworkers, our friends, our teammates. We're asking more of them than we've ever asked before. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes we just want to get things done. We, we, we demand quick. Uh, Griff, you, you know I'm probably not the easiest to work with on that. <laughs> And, and I know better, but um, how often do you move fast in the sake of moving fast? Do you, you know, do you click on something and it may be safe, it may not, but because you are operating under urgency, mm-hmm. we tend to forget the rules. And so content filtering ends up, hey, I'm going to get to someplace I don't. And a lot of content filtering includes known malware sites or um, randomized sites or even new domains. Mm-hmm. So if you register a domain, today and you want to start advertising it in two weeks you may have some problems because well like we block that stuff until the domain has some reputation in history Mm -hmm. as well as we also have multi-factor authentication i think we've talked a lot about this this is just a way to verify who you are using a trusted device Uh, we talk about using device encryption and permissions Um, you know if you have a mobile device you should have it encrypted if it gets lost or anything, it becomes a security hole there. Or laptops, anything portable, really. Yeah. And I think the big one that's new now is remote access. Uh, a number of our clients have sort of kicked up security for remote access. It's annoyed some people, but you know what? You have to understand this attack is, is going to get worse. And making things easy for you at home, what you don't realize is that, like us as an IT company, where I used to have you in this safe, protected, trusted network... I now have you working at home where maybe your cousin set up the firewall. Yeah. And you no longer have those security nets in place. So this is, again, coming down to why is technology the last line of defense? Because people are mobile. (laughs) (laughs) You can't always rely on technology to be there for you. So Yeah, Yeah, yeah. So that's really the bulk of everything that we have. And why we start off with technology is because... Uh, realistically, it seems the most logical spot to, to start, but it is actually the least important thing of everything. It's really sort of kind of, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say it's a safety net. We'll get into what the safety net is here in a couple of weeks, but uh, it is one of your last lines of defense that you have. Well, cool. Thank you. That's very helpful. I'm uh, really excited to guide them through what their networks look like and 
kind of spot holes, I guess. We're going to get kind of into a, a different format for a few sessions here on the podcast, but I think this is really going to pay off for everybody. I think we should uh, be focusing on this, and this month is specifically for that, so just kind of makes sense. So thanks for everybody uh, coming out and uh, listening to us. Be sure to check out all the other podcasts on lighthousesol.com forward slash podcast, and check out all the uh, cybersecurity stuff that's going on with us. We're going to be releasing stuff on social media and pretty much everywhere. Um, and again, you can kind of find all that on lighthousesol.com slash cybersmart. Thanks, everybody.